From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. And welcome back. This is Jay Taft with the Rockford Register Star and RRStar.com's weekly sports podcast. Not just a game. Once again, we're going to reach out there and try and get the relevant guests and bring them in in a timely fashion um, and talk about the things that people want to hear in the sports world. It's a crazy world we're living in right now. The coronavirus pandemic has locked us down for quite some time and people are itching to get back out. Some of the sports are starting to creep back into our lives a little bit, um, as with everything else. Um, hoping that it's safe to do so. Um, but then, oh, a week or so ago, The death of George Floyd has changed things again in our world and has thrown us into another loop. Um, People are not happy with the way things are being done in our country, and rightly so. And it's caused protests and some peaceful and a lot of them done in just the right way to get, get voices out there. And some have turned ugly and turned violent um and we're trying to get things sorted in our country and we're trying to figure out what's what's the right way to fix things because there's some things that need to be fixed um so with everything that's going on this week's guest is really gonna help give us some some wonderful insight um as to everything that's going on we're bringing in anthony deadman who is Uh, Not only the head football coach and head wrestling coach over at Freeport High School, a strong member of the Nick 10 for athletics, um, but he's also a very well-respected and well-liked leader in the black community, both in Freeport and in Rockford. Um, So his insights are just going to be wonderful to get right now. Um, We're going to talk about a whole lot of different things with this gentleman um, he also has a young son, Major, who was our uh, male athlete of the year last year, who's a young black man in college right now. And um, I'm just interested to hear uh, what kind of message Anthony is is trying to give him and what try, what kind of lessons they're, they're trying to learn or trying to teach their son at that age as well. So enough of me talking about anthony let's drop in on this discussion on everything across the board with anthony Dedman. it'd be crazy not to start by talking about what's going on in our country um with in the wake of the death of of george floyd and just how horrible that video was and the protests and the marches um, it's reached out to Rockford and to Freeport very quickly. People care about this. It's obvious. And it's just such a big and important issue. Um, just what are, what are you, what are the lessons you're trying to, to make sure your son takes out of this is kind of one of the angles I want to get from you. Just eye-opening. Uh, we're dealing with a problem that's, that's continued for 
quite some time now and it's finally coming to light. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate to, to be able to see this, this happen, happen when it does. I mean, it's, uh, it takes a lot of heart, you know, but it's a shame it happens in this situation. Uh, I think uh, people have been trying to get their voices heard for a long period of time. And, 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 you know, we're, we're now letting that voice be heard. Uh, but don't get me wrong. It's, it's not all one sided. Uh, it's wonderful to see people also noticing what can I do to understand what's going on? Uh, it's a lot of quality people out there in this world. Uh, and, and, and they're listening. We're talking and they're listening and, and, you know, it's a, it's a giant step, but still so far back, uh, just looking for things to improve and get better. Oh, I hope people are listening. It's the voices are there right now and people are making sure that their voices are being heard. And as you mentioned, there's there's so many good people um, out there right now that are involved in this and that are trying to make our country a better place and to fix these problems. Um, and then you throw in the splash of the of the bad out there because what we see so much of is this the rioting and the violence that that spews from this and that's not what the good people are that are out there are trying to get across is it and that stuff is bleeding all the way out here it isn't it isn't and that's the sad part about it uh you know what what we're we're something so good you know, has a blemish because of uh, uh, the bad things that do happen. And and that's the sad part of, of this entire entirety of what's happening here. Uh, you know, that uh, one, one apple spoils the bunch. Uh, but but also in saying that, don't let that uh, misconstrue the message. Uh, you know, it's 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 people are going to have to be accountable for themselves. And if you truly are, are behind this, are you truly trying to get this message heard? You're going to do the right things, and the, and the right things of being of being of being in the forefront, being the positive, being the one that makes a difference. Uh, but not looking for opportunity, and and I think at times we have some people looking for opportunities, uh, but those people have to be accountable for themselves. They have to see what they've done or what have it, and 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 be able to look themselves in the mirror. Uh, but like I said, but the, those other voices are being heard uh, and, and being heard loud and clear. And from here through Minnesota, uh, through Indiana, <laughs> through Chicago, through Rockford, uh, those voices are being heard. And, and those uh, those people that have come forward and said, you know, you will hear us. They're doing what needs to be done through Rockford, through Freeport. How how do you believe the people of Freeport and, and the Rockford region are handling themselves right now. What are you seeing close by out your window? You know, I'm, I'm just seeing a lot, a lot of love being spread through social media. Uh, even, even today, you know, my wife and I were at Menards, and and uh, we've seen some people inside Menards who you could tell the vibe was different and different in a positive way, where maybe you have walked past and you may have not spoke before. Uh, people kind of going out of their way to make sure we hello how you doing how's it going uh making that positive step to 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 mesh things uh and like i said that's not everyone 
but but I have seen that positivity. Uh, even the people protesting, uh, you have a little bit of everything out there protesting, uh, being heard. It's not just black. Uh, it's a little bit of everything out there, and 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 coming together to say, hey, this is wrong. What can we do to get to make things better? Uh, that that is outstanding to me. It's very, it truly makes you emotional because you see so many people coming together for one common cause, and and I said and for a great cause. But like I said, one that's has went on entirely too long, uh, and, and one that should not have come about off of the, the deaths of individuals, of people. It's so emotional. I saw a video, I think yesterday, of a North Carolina police, full riot gear, just at, at some point, don't know what prompted it, he stopped and he knelt in solidarity with a group of protesters. Um, it was caught on video and they ended up embracing him and it was one of those moments that we just need so many more of those we need that to spread throughout our entire country and our world is are we creeping closer to that are we going to see enough of that right now is this going to work <laughs> I, 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 in my opinion we're still far off but i know me personally uh, i worked in corrections for eight years and I met some very good good individuals uh, that even to this day, uh, law enforcement, corrections, uh, they still call, we still contact, we still go out for lunch. Uh, and this is even before this happened, you know, uh, genuine people who understand. And maybe they didn't understand as much beforehand, but, but having an opportunity to be around me and kind of see how I interact, how I did things, uh, kind of opened up some eyes. And, and I can't blame them for not knowing you can't blame folks for where they grow up at or, or who they're surrounded. You can only hope that they do want to get better and want to want to be embraced by what's happening. Uh, so it, it is. It's a lot of it's a lot of, of law enforcement that, that is good. But once again, it's it's some bad apples out there that have ruined it. The whole picture for everyone. And that is the heartbreaking part of it. And we can't have that anymore. As you mentioned multiple times, it's been too long. No, we have to have accountability. I mean, we have to have officers being accountable for other officers. If they're doing wrong, they have to be the ones that say, hey, you're doing wrong. They have to be able to call people out. Uh, we can't just sit back and be a silent voice anymore and just allow things to happen and say, well, that's just how it is. That, that's just how it is doesn't work. Uh, we can't let people sit back and say, well, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know it doesn't work. We, we can't let people sit back and say, oh, are, are, you, are you for real? Ah, that doesn't work anymore. You know, uh, we have to be held accountable for our actions, for what we do or what we don't do. And we have to look for improvement throughout. And I think small changes here are not what's needed. I think we really need to take some big leaps. We've maybe made some small changes over the decades and some small minor advancements that's not enough right now. I think we've seen that. It's time for some major change. And that's, I, th I think that's those voices that we've been talking about. That's what they're calling for, correct? Yes, they are. They are. They, they are calling for action to be taken. Uh, I said, we, I think those conversations, we're not looking for any more conversations. We're looking for things to get done. Uh, looking for people to be treated as people. Everybody to have the same opportunity. Uh, we're not looking for and I say we, uh, as African-Americans, we're not looking for anybody to give us anything. 
you know, we want to we want to take what we have. We we want to go out there and earn it, but we want a fair opportunity. We don't want to go into things thinking that we're done before it even starts. Uh, and 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 you, you know, at the end of the day, they say hard work pays off. We want to be the ones to 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 work and 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 like I said, just have those opportunities. Let your dog's voice be heard, Anthony. Shh. <laughs> I'm going to let my dog come live with you. <laughs> Everybody needs their voice to be heard these days. Oh, my God. No. Speak, she speaks entirely too much. I Hey, I could talk with every member. We could bring every member of your family on this podcast, including your dog, and we would love to hear what they all have to say. Oh, my God. But speaking of your family, I, I mentioned in the intro um, that your son, Major, was our you know, male athlete of the year last year. There's no denying the accolades and and just how far that wonderful kid has gotten you but you now have a young black man who's in college and is going through w- what we're going through the unrest that we're seeing and the and and the issues that we're trying to deal with what is he home with you right now and what is how often are you pulling him aside and what are you trying to tell him you know fortunately yes he is uh due to this covid you know, he's, he's gotten through his first year, uh, finished with great grades, and uh, became a much better man over that period of time. Uh, just, just, you know, I'm blessed and I'm fortunate to, to have him as a son. I also have two grandsons, so I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm excited about that as well. So that's a whole other generation starts. But, you know, that, that conversation he and I have, you know, it, you know whenever he goes out the house, it, it reminds him of to make sure you have your eyes open. Make sure you do the right things. You know, I, I have to tell them, make sure you, you have your cell phone. Let me know where you are. Uh, you know, make sure you answer my text uh, because it is scary because you just never know. Uh, you know, you see these young men dying on TV and you just pray to God it's not yours. So you try to put yours in the best situation to be successful and, and do things and, and be prepared. But are you really prepared? Uh, it, it only takes one quick moment and everything's done. Uh so, you know, for me, those conversations are daily, and it's been daily through his entire life. I mean, you know, he, as for wrestling, you know, uh, you know, you, we start early in my career, we didn't see a lot of African Americans wrestling. Uh, you know, I just saying that today, when uh, to a uh, friend of mine, I remember going to Blackhawk, Wisconsin, wrestling at a tournament, and uh, I remember the whole crowd booing me <laughs> because a lot of people hadn't even. Hadn't even seen a black wrestler or haven't even wrestled against a black wrestler. Uh, and I was very few, I was a very few, one of the very few black people on my team. Uh, but in saying that, keep your head, stay strong. Don't let the outside break you. Go in there prepared, ready to do your thing. Uh, my son and had we've a, come, we've come a long ways from that, haven't we? Yeah, yes, and, and we have. We had, we've made giant steps from that. But I said, as for my son, you know, he's done some great things, but he's never settled. He knew he had to work hard to be better, and and he never, he never looked at himself as this great athlete. He always, uh, uh, he always wanted to, to be a better man, so he worked harder. Uh, he got great grades. He did what his need to be done in school. Uh, he he yes sir no no sir yes ma'am no ma'am. You know he uh, you know what you saw is what you got. It was no, he was this way one time, this way another time. He didn't let sports define him. You know, he, he let his, his his person define him. And so I knew he was prepared to go to college, even though I was nervous. But those conversations we talked, you know, 
two to three times a week. Before it used to be once a day. Uh, well, we broke that down a little bit, and and I mean it's it's one of those things we just want to prepare. You want them you want them ready to conquer whatever comes in front of them, but that means also doing things right. And and our country and how things evolve, it's in their hands. It's in the hands of those young men and women. Your son, my kids, that generation has to make this change and has to fix this. And they, they have to speak. I, they have to speak up, and, and, and like I said, let their voice be heard. They have to say, "I'm not going to settle for being mediocre. I'm, I'm not going to allow myself to be put in a situation that could uh, destroy not just maybe my career, but my life." Uh, they have to make the right choices, and and that doesn't mean live live in a, a a bubble. That means just make the right decisions, do the right things, know your conversation, uh, and and handle whatever comes in front of you. Knowing your son, at least in that regard, I can feel good that we're in good hands. He's such a great kid that you have there, Major. Really, really impressive young man. And the great thing about that is that there's 100,000 more kids just like him out there. So that Mm, gives me a lot of hope. (laughs) Yes, I'm with you. Listen, we we have to talk a, a little sports as well. Um... I know there's so much going on in the world, and, and we could, as we mentioned, we could take 10 different subjects. But you, you're a sports guy, um, and I want to pick your brain a little bit. And we've been waiting all week on the IHSA and hoping we were going to get some sort of um, guidelines to restart sports handed down. And it's kind of been uh, their reasoning for the delay is that they're waiting on the Illinois Department of Public Health, which has its hands full these days, which it's hard to argue with that. Um, however, it's hard also not to be a little itchy, to be a little impatient and ready. There's some other states that are already going again. Give me your take on the hurdles that the IHSA right now is going through and what we're going to see here pretty soon with our sports. It's a standard operating procedure for everything. Uh, they can only do so much depending on who's over them, what they choose to do. Uh, you know, a lot of people are impatient right now. We want to get back to football. We want to be ready come August. We want to be ready. Uh, we want our athletes to, to not get hurt. We want to install our systems. We want to make sure our coaches are doing their job. Uh, we want the kids to be involved. Uh, but at the end of the day, if, 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 if the government decides that, hey, we need to wait a little bit, then we need to wait a little bit. Uh, Prince is going to make that decision on, and, and with the health department also, uh, we'll make that decision and give the IHSA the thumbs up or thumbs down. And until that time, all you can do is be prepared. Talk to your coaches. Uh, reach out to your kids. Try to make sure. I, I mean, in Freeport, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big enough town, but also a small enough town where we have some outstanding kids here. And they, they're out running. I mean, and not in packs, but they're out running on the highway. They're doing heels. <laughs> they're, they're, they're ordering equipment at their house, and they fish. They hunt. Uh, they, they just do certain things that a lot of kids may not have the opportunity to do, but they make that contact. They call you up. Coach, look what I'm doing. Coach, I did this here. Also, coaches in our school district working together to put things in place to get them out, out doing something. Uh, our virtual uh, workout plans that we have. Uh, you know, we're... we're we're always trying to do something to improve, uh, but we're also, I said, we're waiting on that okay to get started. And 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 for me, I'm not going to stress out about something I can't control. 
Of course, I want to be great. I want my kids to be great. I want them to do great. I'm very excited about this upcoming year. Uh, on paper, we look outstanding. But I won't know until we get to get to the field. For Then I, I flip to wrestling in the wintertime. On paper, we look outstanding. We're defending conference champs. <laughs> but but until, I, until we get a chance to get out there and get some work in, what can I do about it? So I just prepare for the best and hope for the best. And those are two sports that are the most contact kind of sports you can find. It's just tough to social distance when you're talking football and wrestling. And it's just going to take work to get it back to normal in that regard, isn't it? I, I just wanted to, once they do give us the okay, for them to not give us the okay so we have to stop and and, and redo it. I want us to get the okay so we're... We still it. We're consistent on doing what we're doing, uh, and and so I'm I'm good with it. I'm good with it. I, do I like it? No, but I'm good with it. <laughs> However long we have to wait, uh, people are people are learning to appreciate things, and once we get it back, boy, we're gonna appreciate the heck out of it, aren't we? Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes, we are. I think we. I think we. Uh, <laughs> we didn't appreciate it as much when we had it. It was just expected. We expect football starts in June, August you're playing, wrestling starts in in November, uh, your wrestling state championship in February, and and now with things taken away, you don't you don't appreciate things until they are taken away. Yeah, I agree. Um, Anthony Deadman, Freeport, head football coach, head wrestling coach, um, just a great leader over there in that community. Your voice has been heard here for a few minutes, and I hope people listen. Um, I always do. You're just such a such a great voice, and 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 um, you're always right in the middle of things. You know what's going on, Anthony. Thank you so much for talking with us today. It's it's a tough time. It's a tough time we're living in, isn't it? It it is very tough. It is very tough. But you know. Uh, I do see improvement. Uh, you know, I look up and, and like I said, from when I started coaching, because we're talking about the, the time we're living in and we're talking about the sports aspect. When I started coaching, uh, you know, even at our high school, I was the, the only African-American head coach for our high school. Uh, when I was coaching wrestling in, in, in our conference, there were only two African-American coaches uh, in football. It was at two. Now we, you know, we, more people are getting opportunities to show the skills they have, uh, and that's a positive. Uh, you know, I got to give a big thanks to to two people, Tyrone Fambro and and uh, uh, Gary Griffin over at Rockford East. I mean, they were two guys that kind of took me under their wings and and uh, showed me how to do the things right way and 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 really and imposed on me to, to to do things right. Never settle. Don't be mediocre. Uh, you know, and, and then on the flip side of that, Gene Lee. Of Rockford East, you know, this is a guy here that you're trying to beat every year in the winter. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm trying to beat him duels. I'm trying to beat him in tournaments. You know, he'll call me up and hey, how how you doing? How's your family doing? And I mean, this is before any of this even happens. That's how you know that there's hope. That's how you know that 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 things can change if people work together to make things change. But it takes effort. Uh, you can't just do things just because you want to be in the in the limelight or you want to be in the spotlight or I want everybody just to hear me. You have to do things because you really mean it because it's really your heart. And, and I, I say I'm, I'm fortunate to be in, in a conference where I truly believe the coaches care not just about their kids as athletes, but care about their kids as people. 
because everybody's going through a little something, a little hard something. I know everybody has a story to tell. Uh, I, I might have a little easier than most most guys do, but I mean, and, and even regardless if you're of what nationality you are, uh, they're taking the time to 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 make quality individuals, and and the, I said that there gives me hope. Oh, it's it, beautiful. It, it spoils me. Beautiful message. Thank you for delivering your message with us today, Anthony. Thank you, sir. You've been a great guest, as I knew you would be. Stay strong, uh, and let's talk soon about that wrestling team and that football team over at Freeport, all right? Most definitely. I look forward to talking to you, sir. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.